0: the Jesus and Joe podcast. My name is Georgia, and I am so excited that you are here. Through this podcast, I want to be able to encourage you, to hype you up, and to get you excited on God's truth. I can't wait to just have these precious moments with you. So girlfriend, I don't think you're ready for this one, but let's get started. What is up, girl? Welcome to the Jesus and Joe podcast. It is so good to know that you are here today. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. This podcast episode is probably going to be my absolute favorite because it's on a subject that I am so passionate about. If you're new to this podcast, hello. Uh, My name is Georgia, but you can call me Joe. I like to describe myself as an encourager, but also a friend. I am a normal 24 year old girl that works a full-time job does a podcast and ministry on the side and when people ask me like what's that interesting fact about you you know I I wish I could say like oh I'm from Nashville that's what I usually say but um, what's a really actually really cool fact about me and something I love to do and because you are here and I see you as one of my friends I'm gonna let you in on it I like to write. I am a self-published author, and I wrote this book called Besties with Jesus. And Besties with Jesus is a 30-day devotional that shows girls like you and I that God is not just this super far away God in the sky that you have to call out with a megaphone. No, this is a God who is close. He's a God that hears. He's a God that's intentional. But most importantly, God is your friend isn't that so cool i mean the fact that the lord when you know him and you are a child of god you don't see jesus as just this access point to heaven he's not just the the one that paid it all for us and like okay like we're golden we don't need him anymore no like jesus is the lord of your life the son of god god is the one that created the universe but he also looks at you not only just sees you as his masterpiece doesn't just see you for his daughter doesn't just see you as his perfect creation, but he sees you as a friend. I was in my community group last night, and we were going around the circle. We're going through this awesome study called Seamless. And if you haven't read it, I highly suggest doing it. But Seamless is a whole study on how you can read the whole Bible, not just as books of the Bible, but it's a one complete story so we're going through it and right now we're kind of in exodus let me like let's we're not gonna be honest like god's kind of scary in genesis and exodus i mean the people are disobedient and they're being bad like really 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 bad and the lord's like okay you're not listening to me i've done all that i can so i need to get your attention back to me and so god does some stuff and they're not you know all the mushy gushy little bible stories that you read in the bible but like it's it's some some deep stuff and so after reading that um we went around the circle and we're asking each other like how do you see god how do you see him after reading this scripture and you and i both know like we've lived our lives and we know who jesus and we know who god is but i want to ask you that question how do you see god what do you see him as do you see him as a loving father Do you see him as the one who sits on a throne, the one who's Lord of Lords? He might just be the person who is comforting your shoulder, the one that's holding your hand. Well, I'm going to tell you a little bit of who I think Jesus is to me. As I say this, it's going to kind of set this tone for this podcast. So when I look and I think of Jesus... I see him in a couple ways, but my top two is the one I want to share with you right now. In one way, I see him as my author. You hear it all the time in J- Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. It says, "For I know the plans I have for you," declares the Lord. These plans that he has made for you are so perfect and so intentional, and are full of purpose. When when I think of what Jesus did is I can see him hold the book of my life and just hold it so close to his chest. No one can touch it, it's just his. And as I live my life, he sees every single second of it and how he's written it so beautifully and full of detail. And as he keeps flipping the pages, he's just so excited to see me go into my next step, into the next journey, to meet the person I've been praying for, to meet the friends, to be in the job that I'm in. I mean, he loves seeing these huge moments of my life because he's the one that wrote it out for my good. He's my author. But one of my favorite things is that he's my friend. As I am driving, I am um, always, if I'm not blaring or if I'm not jamming out in the car, I'm always praying. I'm always speaking out loud. Yes, I'm that girl. If you pass her, if you pass me in my car, I'm probably talking. People may think that I'm on the phone with someone. No, um, I see Jesus as if he's in my passenger seat and I'm just talking. I'm just talking. I'm talking, 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 and I'm going through all the things that went, that went on with my day, the things that I'm thinking about, things I'm praying about, things I'm so stressed out about. He's the one I want to talk to. I talk to him and it's so easy. Because him and I are friends. <laughs> so, guys, we're going to jump right into it. You see, we hear, okay, Georgia, you say that Jesus is our friend. Great. But what does that look like? Because I'm thinking of my friends right now, and I can see a couple qualities that could probably line up with his, but maybe there's some other qualities that I'm like, no, that that's not him. That's not him. Hey, girl. I mean, the friends that we have in our lives right now are great. I know that they are. They are leading us towards Jesus. They are giving us memories or making us laughs, all the fun things. But there's only one friend that you and I both have that is absolutely perfect, It's the friend that you and i have both been praying our entire lives for when i was in college i prayed for that kind of friend like the friend that would push me towards jesus that would keep me in line that wouldn't help me go towards temptation but just keep me right on that same path the one that would be my comforter the one that would help me with all my situations just be someone who knew and get me i wanted that kind of friend and i prayed day after day after day and i was so tired of trying to find this friend and waiting on this friend but one night the lord whispered in my ear he said georgia i've been here this whole time and so that's when i got so just in and just infatuated with the friendship that i have with god and so that was one way that was literally besties with jesus that's why i wrote it but today we're going to go through 10 ways we can be the friend that jesus is to us we hear all the time in the christian culture that we are the hands and feet of jesus and i totally absolutely believe that but i also think that we can be an example of the friend that jesus is to us to our friends what better way to spread the gospel, to show who Jesus is, just by doing it ourselves in our friendships? So, girls, let's get into it. Let's learn how we can be the friend. And we're going to go with step one. This is the perfect example, and we are following. Like, it is so cool that we are following the example that is the friend to us. I don't know if that, like, it's just so cool to me. Like we get access to this. We have the guidelines. We have the example. So let's follow it. And one of the ways that we can be the friend that Jesus is to us is by giving. And I don't mean your money, but I mean, I want you to think of your friends, your circle of friends right now, and just how you can be a friend to them. So when I say give, what are you thinking? When I think of give, I'm thinking about giving my time. Giving my effort and giving my attention. In the same way that Jesus gives his intentional attention to you, give it to your friends as well. When you are praying, who is listening? It's him. There's a verse that says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. God is saying, give effort to me and I will always be giving effort to you. When you give Jesus your time, he respects it. He loves it. He loves hanging out with you. What makes you think your friends would not appreciate that? The verse that goes along with giving is 2 Corinthians 9, 7, and it says, Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Guys, that means that he wants you to be with people and friends that that you're happy to give your time to that you're happy to give your attention to, that you're happy to listen to. I'm telling you, whenever I started just giving my time intentionally and giving my time listening and just being there as, you know, just kind of like a human form of what Jesus would, is a friend to me, but being a friend to them, it changed a lot about my friendships. So that's number one, guys, on how we can be a friend that Jesus does is to give. Number two. Oh. Y'all, this is so important, and don't miss this, but be their iron. In Proverbs 27, 17, it says, An iron sharpens iron so that one person can sharpen another. But let's fill in something in here. I want to switch this up just a little bit, but we're going to make it real personal. An iron sharpens iron so that one friend can sharpen another friend. How, you are, how are you challenging your friends? Are you making them better? Are you growing them closer and towards Christ? Is this a friendship that one, that is one that glorifies him? God did not create friendship just for us to hang out and to make the friendship bracelets and all the fun things. But the Lord wants us to be friends so that we know what accountability is. We know how to make each other stronger. When you think of iron, I whenever I think of iron, I literally just think of like a piece of metal. Like I have no recollection of it. I don't understand it. Whatever. But when I think I have seen a cooking show, because you know, we all watch the food network around here. We've seen it once or twice. Dine-in, drive uh, Dine-in's drives and di, di, drives dive in, I don't even know. Guy Fieri, love him. Yes, I love the Food Network. And one night I was watching a show. I cannot remember the name of it. I don't remember it. But what they were doing, it's the show where you like open the baskets and they give you like these really strange ingredients and you have to make a whole like beautiful meal out of it. You know, it's one of these really cool things. And so all these like really cool renowned chefs are able to make this delicious meal and all these things and the judges are blown away and there's a winner at the end. Well, one of the ways that they prepare to start cutting vegetables or meat or something like that is they sharpen their knives. A sharp knife plus a sharp knife equals even sharper. A dull knife plus a sharp knife, only one gets sharper. A dull knife plus a dull knife equals a dull knife. Do you see the equation? It's so simple, y'all. You want to be around people. You want to be the friend that makes others sharper. And they should be doing that to you. The way that Jesus is that friend to you is that he's constantly helping you on how to navigate life, how to be his hands of me, how to glorify him, how to be better, how to be stronger, how to be more courageous. He's always being your iron. Always. So let's start being the iron to our friends. The third thing, ready, advice, advice y'all, advice. So many girlies these days are just telling the advice that will make their friends feel better. I said it y'all, I'm sorry, I said it. I'm guilty of it sometimes, I am for sure. Um, But as I've gotten older, I've decided, I'm like, you know what, Georgia, I want you to put yourself in your friend's shoes. If you were going through the exact same thing, would you want them to tell you the advice just to make you feel better? Or would you want them to tell the advice that would make you stronger, wiser, help you with guidance, direction on what to do next? It's always the worst, like whenever... One of your friends really likes this guy, and uh, then you are sitting in the chair and you're just looking at her, going, "You're making a mistake. Oh my goodness, are you absolutely crazy?" And you don't want to do. It's so difficult. But what I've learned is that I am honest. I'm honest, and so I've been in those situations before where I just don't think it's a very healthy relationship, and so or a healthy guy to even like give your time to. And so I just say, like, "Listen." do you want my advice? Do you want my opinions? And so it's their choice if they want to accept your advice or not. But good friends will accept your advice because one, just one person going through the journey is just not going to get stronger. But if you have another person beside you, which is your friend group that are strong and will make you stronger, I mean, like you will be able to conquer the world. I'm telling you, this guidance that your friends have, they're wise people. So wise. So let them speak this advice. Let your advice be heard. Number four, love at all times. Because of his love, we are able to love others. Your friends need the love of Christ and sister. That comes through you. That comes through you. In uh, Proverbs 17, it says, Proverbs 17, 17a, it says, A friend loves at all times. There is such a difference in friendships. I have seen it in my little 24 years of life, but I have seen the difference in friends that love at all times and friends that only love at some times. The friends that love at all times are ones that you want to constantly be around. They are the friends that make you feel so good after leaving. They're the ones that you just want to hang out with all the time because you're just so, you feel so refreshed and rejuvenated after being with their energy and with them. Those are the friends that you want to be around. But guys, are you doing that for your friends? I have no doubt that you are, but I want you to truly feel like, okay, if God loves me that much, and I love being with God, I love being and spending my time with him, I want you to have that same energy with your friendships. Be that love for your friends, even when it's hard, guys. Number five, ready? Oh, this is so good, y'all. We are going to celebrate every win, big or small. Every win, every single win. When you celebrate your friends, you celebrate your friends' wins like no one's business. When it's a win for them, it's a win for you. I swear, it's just like every time that you join a friend's life, I mean, it is so fun because. You get to see them grow. You get to see their accomplishments and what they're able to achieve. And you get to be a part of that. You have a front row seat into this. And what's even better, oh, this is so fun. But when you get to pray alongside your friends for these moments, for these relationships, for these things that happen in their lives, you had a part in that. You got to talk to God about this and God totally heard what you were saying and it happened. Like marriage is one of my favorite things, especially weddings are like my favorite things to be a part of because i see my friends walk down the aisle to the man that both her and I have been praying for our entire lives. I prayed on their behalf for that man to be on that aisle, to be looking at my best friend's eyes and being completely infatuated by her. These are huge wins, whether it is getting that apartment, getting that job, finally doing the thing. Breaking up with a boy, it's a win. Every win is so big. And y'all, it is t- It is just time to keep celebrating. There's too many things in life to celebrate. The way that Jesus is constantly cheering you on, constantly cheering you on, encouraging you, making you feel so hyped up. That's what the energy you want to bring to your friends, y'all. Let's be those cheerleaders. The Lord did not just let us be friends with these people just to make them feel a-okay. No, but for them to feel alive. For them to feel empowered that is what you bring to the table number six i want you to listen i want you to listen when your friends are speaking and guys i know that that sounds simple but it's a lot harder than you think if you like to talk like i do i have to literally stop myself sometimes from talking but be the friend who listens in the same way that god listens to you when you pray be the same when your friend speaks in James one nineteen through 20, it says, let every person be quick to hear. Did you hear that? Quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger, for anger does not produce the righteousness of God. I love this verse so much because a lot of us will try to switch the words. It will be slow to hear, quick to speak, and quick to become angry. It's so easy with human nature to do just that. But guys, it's so sweet how the Lord is so just perfect and so wise when it comes to things like this. Because if we actually sit and listen and not think of our next thought, but just listen to them, you're able to just have the words of the Lord come straight out of you when you do that. You're glorifying God through that. You are embodying who God is as a friend when you do that. So the next time your friend has something really important to say, something's really big on their heart, just listen. Just listen. And whenever she's done, you can speak. But speak life. Speak wisdom. That's what you're supposed to be in their lives is to do just that. Number seven, you are loyal and you are trustworthy. That is the kind of friend that Jesus is to you, and that's the kind of friend that you should be to others. Y'all, life gets hard life gets messy when you are a friend you don't let that person in your life stumble even when life gets messy you don't leave their side you are in it for the long haul the long haul and so should your friends be that for you now i get it i get it when i say that you're like georgia i have some friends in my life that i feel like i should let go of I feel like there's some friends that are trying to exit out of my life. Okay. I don't know the exact situation. I, don't, I know. But I've had friends come and go out of my lives as well. And I will say, I love to just, if I like you, like, I just want to be best friends with you, like, right then and there. So it's hard for me to let go of friends sometimes. But I always remember this phrase. And it's friends come into your life for a reason, and some may just be for a season. Every single person that God has put in my life, I've seen the reason why the Lord has put them there right at that specific time. If the Lord is removing them, if they are not being this kind of friend to you, the one that listens, the one that is gentle, the one that gives, the one that is loyal and understanding, the one who celebrates you, the one who is pushing you towards Christ, if that's not the kind of friend you have, I would pray really hard and ask the Lord to show you wisdom in this friendship. And I'm sorry you're going through that. I really am. That's really hard and it sucks. But God is going to be doing something. And it may be a way for her to exit out of your life. I don't know. But just keep praying and ask the Lord just for some wisdom and clarity and just to see what he's going to do with that. But for now, those friends that are the ones that are ones that you want to love, the ones that you want to give your time to, know that you are going to be in there for the long haul. This is not just some like quick two-year friendship and we're done. No, like for the time that you got them, for the time that the Lord has them in your life, be the friend that Jesus is to you one that is loyal, and one that is trustworthy. Number eight, I want you to encourage them like it's no one's business, y'all. I want you to remind them who they are in Christ, that they are a child of God, that they're fearfully and wonderfully made, and a complete masterpiece. There is not a flaw in you and not in your friend. You may think, oh, she's a Christian. She knows exactly who she is in Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? I know I am too. I know that you are too, but we can be honest and tell ourselves that sometimes we need a reminder that those sweet little words of affirmation are things that we take to heart. What makes you think that your friends wouldn't want that either? Encourage them. Make them better. Let them see what you see. I mean, there's uh, there's a prayer that I say, it's like, Lord, I want to see others the way that you see them. And y'all, when you ask that for that prayer, you see people in a whole different way, but you also see your friends in a different one too. It is so refreshing and it is so cool. So guys, that is a prayer I put on you right now. That when you see your friends, that you have the eyes of what the Lord sees. There's not a flaw in your friend, not a flaw. And I want you to remind them of that. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 11, it says, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. Just as, in fact, that you are doing. You are doing it right now, but I want you to even take it to the next level. There is no shortage in encouragement. Everyone needs it all the time, all hours of the day. One thing that I want to, like a little tip or a little trick. I try to do this at least once a week. But I try to text and encourage my friends. Ask them how they're doing, praying for them, up, asking them for an update of their life, texting them and letting them know how proud I am of them, letting them know who I see them as. That goes a long way. And when my friends do that for me, I take it and I'm like, wow, that's too good. I am thankful for them. Jesus encourages you all the time. He gave you a whole new identity. So let's encourage our friends in the same way. Number nine. Y'all, this is a little scary. I know it. Because when I heard it the first time, I was like, girl, you're crazy. Pray with them and for them. No, that's not a typo. I did not mess up. I want you to pray for them, but I also want you to pray with them. I know that praying can be really scary sometimes, especially like doing it out loud with around people. But y'all, you are praying with your friend and you're praying to your friend capital f as in friend of god that is who you're praying to and so it's just kind of like a little pow wow you know and you are praying with them you're praying on their behalf and guys there is something so special and a connection that is built when you are praying with your friends it's a different kind of friendship i feel like it's like when your friendships have the foundation of that of god it changes everything you're Friendships are more intentional, they're deeper, because God honors that. He honors when friends pray for one another. I mean, like, look at the disciples. Jesus and the disciples prayed all the time. It's so cool just how the bond is just elevated and just even more sincere. I mean, that is what you want in your friends. Those friendships are the ones you don't want to lose. So pray with them. In James 5, 16, it says, therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Guys, that verse is like medicine. Try it. I dare you to. I dare you to pray with and for your friends. Something good is going to happen. I promise. And the last one, and one of the most important ones, is I want you to forgive. That is the biggest way that you can be a friend that Jesus is to you. Forgive as Christ did for us. We forgive because He forgives. Ephesians 4.32 says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Forgiving is so sweet. And it's also hard. It is. But I look at what Jesus has forgiven me for. All of my mistakes all of my mess-ups and the lord wipes them all away and i have a clean slate i'm able to forgive because i'm not worthy to be forgiven but i have a lord and savior who does forgive so if he does that for me i can do it for other people So, guys, those are the 10 ways that you can be a friend that Jesus is to you. If you want to know a little bit more, if you want to know 30 ways that you can be it, or just to learn who the friend of God is, you can buy my book on Amazon. It's called Besties with Jesus. It is so fun. I love it so much. And, yeah, it's only $9.98 if you wanted to know that. So, I mean, Prime, it's included in that too. It's kind of a deal. So go ahead and go buy it. Let's do this Bible study together. Let's know who Jesus is, that he's so much more than just your way to heaven, but he's also your best friend. He's a friend that you and I have both been praying for. So before we go, we are going to pray out. So here we go. Everyone bow your heads. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this this friend on the other side of the screen. Father, she is so wonderful, and I am just so thankful for the friend that you have made her. Her friends are so lucky to have someone just like her in their lives god i pray that you just form us mold us into the friend that you have called us to be to be a friend that forgives, be a friend that loves at all times to be the friend who is able to listen the one to celebrate the one to encourage more god make us more like you make us more like the friend that you are to us we love you so much Like, so, so, so much. And I am so thankful for this time that I had with her. Jesus, let her have a great day. And we put all this in front of you, Jesus. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. You're the best. You are a good friend. And your friends are lucky to have you. I'll see you later.